and welcome to Monday. Boy, that was quick. Monday, July 17th, 2023. It is the third of five Mondays this month, the 29th Monday of the year. Hope you had a terrific and safe weekend. If your family and friends have been texting you today with an excessive amount of emojis, that's because today is World Emoji Day. July 17th was chosen because it is the day prominently displayed for whatever reason on the calendar emoji. Did you even know there is a calendar emoji? One of the funniest things to me, and maybe it's just me, but if you have Apple CarPlay, Siri reads your incoming texts out loud, right? And we'll say something like, Bob said, be there at 10 o'clock, laughing face emoji, thumbs up emoji. I'm not sure why, but I always get a real sideways laughing face emoji out of that, whatever Siri reads it. Today is also Global Hug Your Kids Day. Without a doubt, one of the most important, if not the most important thing that you could do today. And on the food calendar, we're celebrating Peach Ice Cream Day. Not sure that's actually worth celebrating, but heck, it is still ice cream, right? Chick-fil-A, by the way, and a few other places have been serving peach shakes for the summer. And I know that some people are just going nuts over these peach shakes, but a lot of people go nuts over everything at Chick-fil-A for whatever reason. And how about the weather? 14 states under a heat watch or warning today in El Paso, Texas, and some other parts of Texas, they have seen triple-digit temperatures now for 30 consecutive days. Not only are we seeing record or near-record heat in many areas, but once again, millions of people are dealing with canceled or delayed flights because of severe thunderstorms. In the Northeast, several major airports, JFK and LaGuardia, had ground stoppages on Sunday. According to FlightAware, that's the flight tracking service, nearly 10,000 flights, 10,000 were either delayed or canceled Sunday, so there is, once again, a lot of people still trying to get home from the weekend. While you were hopefully enjoying your weekend or maybe getting some rest, former President Donald Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis were both on the campaign trail. They all come after Trump. Let's go after Trump. You know why? Because we're leading. If we were down in the polls or if I was not running, if I was in a nice location somewhere getting a beautiful suntan saying, isn't this a beautiful world? But I'm fighting for you. That's all I'm doing. What? What? What a life. But I enjoy it. Because we created, prior to COVID coming in, and then what we did to get it back was incredible. But prior to COVID coming in, created the greatest country ever in history. We had never African-American, Hispanic, American, Asian-American, women, men, uh, people with no diploma, people number one in their class at Harvard, Wharton, MIT, the best schools. Uh, everybody had a job. And even people on the left were calling me, let's get together. Success can bring the country together. We had the greatest success. That was the most successful period in the history of our country. Trump and a few of his 2024 GOP presidential opponents, including Vivek Ramaswamy, spoke at the Turning Point Action Conference in West Palm Beach, Florida, literally about six minutes down the road from Trump's home. The nuclear family is the best known form of governance to mankind. Capitalism is the best system known to man to lift people up from poverty. 
you can hear that Vivek is being pretty well received by the audience there. A lot of young people in that audience. That is actually the point of the Turning Point Conference. Maybe a Trump Ramaswamy ticket. Two successful businessmen running the country. Two businessmen from very different backgrounds. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, who most Americans still don't even know is running for president, was there in his home state as well. Communist governments don't just stop at taking your guns. They take away your right to speak, which is why I'm happy that I had at least two hecklers. Thank you, hecklers. I appreciate you. If they're not heckling you folks, if, 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 if there's no hate, you're not relevant. So it's okay to have a little bit of hate. The Turning Point Action Conference broadcast live on Newsmax. If you were watching, you know Trump spent a lot of time talking about the document case brought against him. Whatever documents a president decides to take with him, he has the absolute and unquestioned right to do so. This is a law that was passed and signed. And that's the law, and that's the way it is, and it couldn't be more clear. And I will quote from a paper that I would say has not been on our side too much. But even the New York Times, in a major article, said that when it comes to asking for documents from former president, the only power that NARA has is to say to the president of the United States, pretty please, could we possibly have the documents, quote, Asking nicely is about all they can do. That's all they can do. Think, you didn't hear this stuff. You know, you read about espionage and insurrection. These people are sick. They're sick. And yet, they reported me to the Department of Justice for criminal prosecution. Now, you, see, you hear what the law is. That's the law. By the way, there were many other cases that backed that up, too. I didn't even know that until two days ago. Many other cases backed that up. Nothing like this has ever happened to our country before. That is why no other president, even those who kept far more documents than I, like Biden, who wasn't president, and that's very dangerous, by the way, because he doesn't come under the Presidential Records Act. When he took all this stuff, he wasn't president. But it's never even been investigated. Nobody else was ever even investigated over this, let alone charged with a very severe crime. The good news is the people understand it, they get it, and that's why we're leading by more points than we're, we were doing very well, but it went up. Who else gets indicted and their poll numbers go up? The latest YouGov poll has Trump leading DeSantis 48% to 22% with every other candidate at 2 or 3% or even less. DeSantis skipped the event in his home state and went to Iowa this weekend with six months to go until the Iowa caucuses. The same poll showing Trump leading DeSantis 44% to 21% in Iowa. China represents a threat to this country. It is not some friendly competition like Janet Yellen and Biden would like you to think. And so we've got to make sure that we're preparing ourselves uh, to deter threats from China. I can tell you this, if we are weak as a country, uh, we are going to end up getting into a conflict with China. And we may not come on the other side of that uh, in very good shape. So I think it's important that we build up strong military deterrent. We need to have hard power in places like the Pacific uh, and with our allies like Japan and Korea so that we will deter China. The only thing they recognize is strength. 
And so you have to be strong if you want to be able to keep the peace. But I also believe that to be strong abroad, you got to be strong at home. And we are ignoring major problems here in our own country. How is it that the greatest country in the history of the world has ceded control of its own southern border to Mexican drug cartels? That is wrong. And we need to do something about it. So as day one as president, we will declare the southern border to be a national emergency. We'll mobilize all available resources to go down to the border, stop the invasion that's occurring. Yes, we will actually build a border wall, but we will hold the Mexican drug cartels accountable. We're not going to let them break into this country without any pushback. We are going to take them to task. And if that means using deadly force, we will do that to keep the American people safe. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis speaking at the Operation Top Nun Salute to Troops event in Iowa, which was also broadcast on Newsmax over the weekend. So I mentioned a Trump Ramaswamy ticket. DeSantis was asked by a reporter there in Iowa if he would consider Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds as a running mate. Of course. I mean, she's she's one of the uh, top public servants in America. So there you go. DeSantis saying he would consider Kim Reynolds. You would have to think whoever the nominee eventually is, and it will most likely be President Trump, that a female running mate is a likely scenario, although I like the Trump-Ramaswamy scenario as well. If it wasn't Trump, uh, Nikki Haley would definitely be a possibility, but I can't see Trump picking Nikki Haley at this point, but you never know. Carrie Lake's name has been thrown around as well. Trump has also said not to rule out that one of the many candidates running along Alongside him could eventually be his vice presidential pick. So who knows? Time will tell, and time is moving fast. Coming up this week, the IRS whistleblowers are expected to testify before Congress on the investigation into the Hunter Biden investigation. America is going to get to see who Witness X is, and uh, I think that uh, both witnesses are going to have a wealth of information that they're going to be able to share with the House Oversight Committee. We have bank records. We have bank violations. We have very specific tax questions to ask these whistleblowers. And that was James Comer, House Oversight Committee chairman, giving a powerful preview of what he claims will be stunning testimony from two IRS whistleblowers who will testify publicly for the world to see next week. This testimony is expected to be blockbuster. That's Rita Cosby on Saturday Report, who spoke about it with former acting attorney general and legal board member for America First, Matt Whitaker. When you see someone, too, I think the American public and certainly, obviously, the members of Congress, you can judge their credibility. There's something, I think, extremely powerful about that. And these two people, uh, in fact, Gary Shapley, I think he worked for the IRS. It's been 13 years. So for them to put themselves and their reputation on the line, and also we're hearing at the same time that Comer has some more documents, bank records and other things. This combination as a prosecutor, what do you think the message is going to be to the American public are going to be watching this. Yeah. So Congressman Comer, who's the chairman of the Oversight Committee, has been laying down his cards methodically. He clearly has more information. He keeps waiting for the administration and for the Hunter Biden team to take a position so that he can just keep laying out these subpoena documents because he does have the goods. Um, you know, I think 
what you said is so important. These these two agents have so much credibility and so much experience, and they're really they're not in this for politics. And that's the hard thing for Democrats uh, on this committee is you're not going to be able to charge them with politicizing this case. In fact, it's the people at DOJ, it's the political appointees of Joe Biden that are trying to protect his son. And you have career IRS criminal investigators, including Gary, who is a a leader and a manager and a supervisor. And I think that makes it really uh, even more compelling because, again, they have no ax to grind. The only reason they're doing it is because they believe in justice and they believe this case was not treated the same as other cases. That's former acting attorney general Matt Whitaker on Saturday Report with host Rita Cosby. That's Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock Eastern. And no doubt over the weekend you saw the video and heard all the discussion about President Biden's encounter with that little girl as he left Finland last week. I don't know what that was. We're going to play it again, though. Uh, nibble, nibble, nibble on your back to some strange Finnish kid. Uh, she does not want anything to do with Biden. Look at that face. Get away from me. Who are you? <laughs> I don't know why this keeps happening, but it does. Bite the back. I mean, everybody's thinking what's going on here. It happens a lot. Here's a trip down memory lane. The kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. I'm looking, she looks like she's 19 years old, sitting there with her, like a little lady with her legs crossed. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this woman helped me get an awful lot done. <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, nice to see you guys. Thank you. See you back home, I hope. There's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Biden's a weird guy. I don't know what else to say about it. Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, weeknights at 7 Eastern on Newsmax. Check it out tonight. The president has no events on his calendar today outside of his daily morning briefing. There is a White House press briefing with Corinne Jean-Pierre scheduled for this afternoon. On Wall Street, investors and traders will get key economic reports and earnings this week, retail sales numbers, home builder confidence, and then on Friday, I think, existing home sales. There's some other things sprinkled in there as well. And earnings from Bank of America tomorrow. That is the nation's largest bank. That'll be uh, something to watch. Then Tesla and Netflix, among some other biggies, on Wednesday. And don't forget, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems like Comcast, Xfinity, AT&T, Cox Cable, Spectrum, even Dish, and DirecTV as well. And on your favorite platforms like Amazon, Roku, Apple TV, Zumo, and more. And be sure to download the Newsmax app on your phone so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Thank you, as always, for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Thanks for starting your week with me. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.